The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my brother, my brother, me, an advice show from the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. And me? Well, I'm your middlest brother, big dog, woof, woof, Travis, woof, woof, McElroy, woof, woof. That was, I'm Griffin McElroy. That's a lot of business. I couldn't remember where the woof, woofs went, if I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, just throw them in between every word. That yeah. ought to do it. Better say than sorry. Hey, sure. guys, guys, yeah. Yeah. guys, did you hear about the spice? The spice is nice this this no, fall. That's not, um, what I was get, it must flow. Is I don't think at any oh. point in Dune do they say spice is nice. Mm, the, the spice, spice is, nice. is nice. Spice is nice. Give me that spice on some shaved ice because it's nice. I am, the spice uh, is nice. Y'all one. y'all have expressed interest in doing a Dune based introduction, yes. and I I must warn you that my knowledge of the the works. Uh, are not comprehensive. And so I might be able to hop in there from time to time and be like, those big worms, I bet there's people on the internet uh, who that makes horny of them, Um, which is like about the depths that I will be able to plumb with it. Like, oh, those big worms, you know, there's some people that see those and get horny of of them. Here's what I just wanted to say about this one, Mm. Dune. Now, my sort of expertise in Dune is that I read the first quarter of the first book uh-huh. yeah. and said, this isn't for me. Boring. This bike <laughs> I didn't say boring. I didn't fucking say boring. Wow, I Justin, that's, a, that that's a weird, that's a, a combative thing. A lot of people really love Dune. No, I want to talk Ooh, about the, the director of the mo- movie, Denis Villeneuve, um, which is like already a little- Delectable, yeah. You know what I mean? He said- He's basically really mad that they're going to put Dune on TV. Mm. Oh yeah, when it's also going to the movies, and I feel like this is a debate that we have not gotten to weigh in on. Yes. We haven't weighed in on this. Thank you. This well, one. let me and just... Dennis. Dennis, I hear you, and he doesn't want Dennis doesn't want you to watch Dune on TV. If you show, he says it's not just a product; it's church. Right. Ooh, ooh, gross. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Here's what he I said like about that. AT. I don't go to church either, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> he said I go to a movie more than I go to church, Dennis. Dennis. Maybe church is the movies, you know? Mm. It's not church, it's movies. He wrote, he, this is what he said to Variety. He wrote an open letter about how Dune's on TV. And he said that AT&T hijacked one of the most respectable and important studios in film history. There's absolutely no love for cinema, nor the audience. The what he said watching a film on a TV screen 
is of lesser value, he said. The way it happened, I'm still not happy. Frankly, <laughs> frankly, so I wasn't angry enough. Frankly, to watch Dune on a television, the best way I can compare it is to drive a speedboat in your bathtub. Whoa, that's awesome. Uh. That's well, cool. That's Dennis, that, don't make it sound so good. That sounds that, awesome, Dennis. That, that, I, I, I would that. say, uh, Dennis, the problem uh, with your metaphor there, or a simile, is that uh, a speedboat in your bathtub would not scale unless you're talking about a Stuart Little-esque situation yes. in which the bathtub is scaled down to the bathtub and I'm Stuart Little size. Because when I put Dune on TV, it's not going to be like super zoomed in on Oscar Isaac's nose. Right? Like, yeah. I'm going to be able to see the whole thing. But like, on the other hand, on the other hand, do not watch it on an IMAX. Here's the thing, folks. Dennis made these worms to be a specific big size. Yeah. When you watch the worms on your TV or, Christ forbid it, your phone, <laughs> those worms look little. They look like little, That's like true. a snake that you could step on and hurt it. And you can't do that because the worm is too big. But on an IMAX screen... The people that's way too big the worm is at that point. Yeah, like, I will say, no one's gonna I, believe there's a worm that big. When I watch June on my tablet, I'm like, why yes. are those borrowers fighting that earthworm? Because I don't yes. understand scale. The people in Zendaya so small, so yeah, little. They're so little. Here's what I'll say to Dennis though, that perhaps Dennis isn't considering. TVs these days is big. Mm, they are getting bigger. Pretty I will big. Give you that. I said, yeah. like, my TV? Pretty big. Now, if yeah. this was old school where we had that one tube TV that I think in real life was like a 12 inch screen, but the box, like the, the case that it was in was like three feet wide, yeah. then, yeah. like, yeah, I get it, Dennis. I don't want to watch fucking Timothy Chalamet's beautiful face on that tiny, <sighs> shitty black mirror. But on my big TV now, it's That's getting I, close, isn't it? It's pretty big. And I sit super close to it, Dennis. I'm yeah. right up on it. So the aspect ratio is about the same. Hold on, hold on. If we could pause for 30 seconds. I'm here with celebrity correspondent David Lynch. He just wanted to weigh in on this, if, okay. if possible. Now, if you're playing the movie on a telephone, you will never in a trillion years experience the film. You'll think you have experienced it, but you'll be <clears throat> cheated. It's a, such a sadness that you think you've seen a film on your fucking telephone. <laughs> Get real. Okay, so that's sort of where Dave's at. Thank yeah. you, David, for coming into the studio with that. I really appreciate it. I'm going to completely miss the point for a second and say that my favorite moment in there is when you can hear him start to think to say billion, but then he's like, nah, no, 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 David, no, David, no. David. Trillion, no, trillion years. That'll get the point across. <sighs> Timothy Chalamet's not a big dude. He could sure. get, you could lose him in the action on the phone. I haven't seen the Dune film because it's not out yet. Um, and frankly, I they got it right with the Sting. Like they got it in one with Sting and fucking Agent Dale Cooper. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. going to beat that, but good luck. But on a phone, Timothy Chalamet, where is he? He is two pixels tall. I do not see the boy. I do not, I cannot I not find the, the boy. boy. Although it is the most uh, I've ever felt capable that I could take Jason Momoa in a fight. Like I think okay. I could flick him across the table like Look a at paper him. football. Bing. Bing. Angry Birds, Angry Birds, Aquaman's ass. 
Yeah. Right out the Bing, phone. Get out of here. Bing, get out of here. Now you're in the yard. I and win. This is true because when you see the old version of Dune on screen, I'm like, oh, Patrick Stewart looks gigantic, right? Oh, uh, look how huge he is. But then I go and I see Jason Momoa's ass in that tiny ass phone, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I could squish that boy. I could squish that man. Look at him. Look at that. Travis could squish. <laughs> could swish he could pick jason momoa up and swish him nothing but net oh absolutely no problem no problem there absolutely i could don't even get don't even get it started so don't (laughs) see if you see dune on tv if you see dune on tv take yourself to jail unless admit yourself to to jail unless 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 you string a bunch of tvs together like in blank check the movie and you can watch it oh that's awesome like a big get a bunch of friends together and land party your TVs together That's and good. then just watch it. So watch each TV Dune. is one chunk of Timothy Chalamet's face, right? Yes. And and decide ahead of time which part of which TV is going to be the face because you don't want everybody to be like the nose or something. That would be so embarrassing, right? You want to yeah. be like, I'm the nose, you guys are the eyes, let's vulture on this shit and get Timothy Chalamet's face up on the yep. big screen like Dennis intended. And I'm just going to say I'm, I've been, this is like not relevant to me because I've been boycotting the movie you guys know since they announced that Stellan Skarsgård was going to play Baron Harkonnen and not Mike Myers like I've been requesting for (laughs) so many years. Absolutely. I wanted Mike Myers to play all the parts, but... But they wouldn't... They said he... I was turned I just... But have you tried saying out loud Stellan Skarsgård? Skarsgård. I'm going to bring my screaming four-month-old and four-year-old to the theaters, and everybody's gonna be like, why did you bring these fucking kids to Dune? I'll be like, Dennis made me! I wanted to watch it at home, like a a, a normal person, but apparently this is a Christ-like experience. I just hope there's enough fucking... I just hope there's enough Stellan in there to satisfy my kids. I don't want yeah. it to be another another situation like like Jungle Cruise, where they got Giamatti right at the beginning, and then Giamatti <laughs> disappears for large swaths. That's all they this is, talk yeah. about. This is what I was saying, Justin. I'm still glad that you brought Jungle Cruise back into it, because I watched Jungle Cruise at home, and I can't imagine how much harder I would have cried if I saw it in theaters. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm kind of yeah, glad yeah. Yes. that yes. I'm able to sit at home and have a muted emotional experience, because God knows sometimes, you know, the, the waterworks, they just open. And by the end of it, you're dried out uh, like SpongeBob in the sun. And I don't want that. You know what I mean? So, like, it's nice to be able to mute my emotions in watching, say, a Jungle Cruise or uh, a a Dune at home because the spice must flow, but so must the tears. The tears Mm. must also. And I like that's the thing about home viewing that you're not going to beat Dennis. When I watched Chernobyl, Mm-hmm. At home with my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, who's that great guy? I was like, that's, that is Stellan Skarsgård. And then, like happens in so many movies, he was gone for yep. a long time. He wasn't on the screen. I could fast forward to the next scene. Yeah, yeah. And that, well, that's uh, in the, the special next, features. You can just watch this, the Skarsgård scene. They got scene. the sing-along, the sing-along Skarsgård cut. Yeah, for sure. They, just, they call it the Scar-rated version. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good. That was 10 uh, minutes. We're free. All right. We did it. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we are going to answer your questions now and turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. That's what we do. This is our core competency. Well. It's our it's our, it's our our USP. Mm. Unique selling point. Okay. Advice. All right. No other podcast has done it. And well, no other podcast will ever do it. Okay. Nobody, well. Because nobody has a fucking gun. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm, so, I'm just really. It's been a while. You sound amped so, up. I'm fucking yeah, stoked. This is the thing. We switched to the morning record. Yeah. And now I'm so jized on coffee. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Whew. I work at a local deli that also serves ice cream. Even that's evocative. You know, I, sure. A thousand things I could say already. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's used in a lot deli of accounts. And I like listen to like listen, like, um, you think they have a bologna flavored ice cream over here? Awesome. Come on. I've heard Kick of ass. creamed beef, but this Tra- is Tra- ridiculous. Don't, don't, come on. Tra- Travis, you're doing great stuff over there, but ju- you know Justin's on fire right I now. I need to give Justin room to bust a move. You're right. Yeah, you're right I know. Right. Get out of the way. Listen, when MJ's on fire, you give him the basketball or the microphone, depending on which MJ you're, you're talking, talking about. You're discussing. Yeah. Now, Justin? Yeah. Do or, or the gun to shoot zombies if it's me watching. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Give me uh, one more, Justin, but make it more focused on the ice cream and less on the bologna. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what I like is a nice uh, lox and then a schmear of uh, Neapolitan. It's oh, that's smooth. Yeah, it's perfect. Shit. It's yeah. gone. Fuck. I work at a local deli that also serves ice cream. Nice. I was uh, helping out behind the ice cream counter yesterday. And while talking to my coworker about milkshakes, I mentioned that I'm not the best person to talk to because I'm lactose intolerant. Without missing a beat, he said, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> That's great. I, of course, asked what he meant, and he was immediately told me, I don't know, you just look like you don't do dairy. Was this an insult? Yes. How do I make myself naturally look like I not only can eat, but frequently consume milk? That's from Befuddled in Bellingham, Washington. Why would you want that? Why milk do you want a milk? Po- milk is poisoned on your body. Why do you want that? No, Griffin, because you see, there's some people that have been picking on me, but I've been drinking my milk, and pretty soon, I'm going to be a big tough guy, and I'm going to murder all of them. I don't remember how the commercial goes, but it was basically something like that. It was something like that, yeah. It was a little boy with a milk mustache saying, the day of reckoning is coming. (laughs) But that boy, Travis- You'll bleed for your sins, you monster. You've missed an important sentence in this thing, which is that they are lactose intolerant. So, like, if I'm at- a party, and somebody's like, Gee, Griffin, you haven't even looked at the cheese ball. And then I'm going to have to say, well, yeah, because it'll make me fart and shit weird. And I'll seem like a total creepazoid. I would rather just avoid that entirely no, by no, having no, people no. just Griffin, assume that about me. You're missing the point. The question asker is not asking, how do I make myself eat this food, which is poison to my guts? It yeah. is, how do I make myself appear to be someone who eats this food that is poison in my guts so that I might pass without trace throughout society. So that people, you're, okay, Travis, this is an intractable position that we have found ourselves in. Because I am saying, if you give that off, but you can't, if you're writing those checks, people are going to tell you to cash them. And when they tell you to cash them, you will have to say, I can't because of what it does to my stomach and my butt and the toilet. Oh my God, Griffin, (laughs) you're missing the most obvious answer. Become an expert at sleight of hand. Okay. They make milkshakes down like you make the newspaper yes, cone. Right. Make the newspaper cone and dump it in and then the stubs. But in this case, the newspaper cone is your mouth. Okay. When the when the magic guys do the trick where they pour the milk down the newspaper cone uh-huh. and then it's gone. Yeah. That's making a mess somewhere, right? In right. a different dimension, yeah. I mean, j- jokes out of the room. There's n- they're not pouring it into a fucking wormhole. Like they're pouring milk what? into a newspaper so, cone. Let's say, let's put it this way. <laughs> let's put it this way. When the magician pour the milk into the newspaper cone and then you make it disappear, yeah, someone 
We'll be cleaning that up. <laughs> yeah. We'll not at the end receive applause. Is, Let's put it that way. When they're doing their stage show, there is a a techie. There is some kind of theater professional standing off of the wings going, don't do the milk, don't do the milk. Don't do the milk, don't do the milk. Oh, fuck. I have one, one more trick for you. <laughs> no. I don't want to, I hope no one thinks I'm milking it. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. It's, it's like in the prestige when Michael Caine revealed like, no, we we straight up murder a bird like every single <laughs> every night. Every single night. This is that. Somebody's like, damn, where does the milk go though? And you're like, hee hee hee. And you Someone put on the stage stain like, on the floor. I'm sweeping up the birds. Ugh. Um, It's a yeah, living. I, I don't, I, I, I would not want this. I don't, I don't know why you want this. It's not, most people I feel like aren't, Doing milk these days, huh? I think that mm. the problem is, is that I think that lactose intolerant makes it seem like a weakness, instead of like saying like, "Oh no, my body rejects that point." Like I, the, I think it needs a rebranding, is what it is. Rather than like, I can't drink milk. My body has evolved beyond the need for milk. Mm. Right? Yeah, I think that's we a good way. We need something that makes it more like, "Oh, you're not lactose intolerant." Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's, but it's like, this is not a judgment on people who are still rocking that dairy life. Go for it. Stand out your truth. I'm, I'm proud of you. But there's so much stuff you can eat. No one's going to come up to you and be like, you don't eat the cheese and milk? And you're like, nah, there's other stuff. There's like lots of stuff that you can eat. There's lots of stuff you can eat. That's a, actually a great point, Griff. Thanks, Juice. Especially at the deli. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Can we approach the wizard? Can we yes. approach his humble yourself? I've actually throne. been practicing a little dance for the wizard. Um, Do your dance. I'm gonna genuflect and let's all appease respect. the wizard of the cloud. Big finish. Why did you get that tired? Because it was uh You didn't do that much. Well, I'm really out of shape, Griffin. So I wanna tell you all how to get out of a sticky situation I think we've all been in from time to time. Too much honey? Um, no, no. Um, you're out in the desert. Yeah. And you're riding on your camel. Yep. Looking for the mummy's crypt. Sure, sure, sure. To get the golden treasure. I'm with Brendan Fraser and Rachel White. Brendan Fraser's there. But then... Uh, uh, you know, Brent Fraser sees a sees a bad mummy and shoots it with his gun that gun. kills mummies. Oh, and it, okay. And and when that happens, it's loud, right? And your camel goes, "Fuck this! I'm scared." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to read to y'all how to regain control of a spooked camel. Oh, Holland great, great, great. sent this in. Thank you, Holland. Um, just to quickly like sort of summarize a lot of the things that I'm going to say here. Be just be chill about it. Yeah. Because if you're not chill, your camel's gonna know that it can also be not chill and get and get and sort of wild out. Hey Griffin, if I could just ask a favor, if you could get to the point, this is actually very timely for me. Oh Um, shit! Okay, yeah. Uh, So like, this is actually a a a going concern right now. Right. Okay. Camels are very intuitive creatures. If they sense your anxiety or anger, they will get more spooked. Your anger. Fuck you, camel. Stand still. Um, it's important you. to manage your emotions, even if you're scared out of your mind. So focus on your breathing. Some people find that breathing in quick, quickly and exhaling slowly helps them feel calmer. Huh, 
Other people find it breathing in and out on counts of three helps. That's so you've given me nothing here. <laughs> what would you have me do then? Which of those? Those are two different things. Hey, yeah. But Travis, listen. Remember, camels—they are calm by nature. They're not naughty by nature, like a lot of. <laughs> Sorry, I passed out. A lot of the the animals of God's God's domain, like a lot of un, un, undulates, un, ungulate. <laughs> anyway, uh, it. it it will eventually regain its composure. You just, when you're in the shit, remember you're not always going to be in there because the camel wants to calm down, right? Mm, well, Talk not to the camel. Not this one. Reggie is kind of going, uh, he's wilding out. He is now, Travis, but he wants to be calm. So talk to the camel softly. Don't ever raise your voice at it. Reggie, hey, you've trampled, Reggie, you've trampled my child. Please, Reggie, you destroyed this bazaar that we found ourselves in. If you could just if chill out, this just, is a lot of money please. you're going to cost me. Um, I just want to see if there really is water inside of your hump because yeah. I find myself really thirsty. Oh, that's number four. Don't poke a don't poke a straw into its hump trying to drink it up like a Capri Sun, it says right here. Because hey, it says that has stop, never worked. Stop drinking that Mountain Dew Co. Red, Reggie. Gotta calm down, buddy. You, you, you've got gamer You've got gamer energy you got the gamer right madness. Now. And you can't get you can't expunge that because you can't game. You gotta don't you kick gotta or hurt the camel as an attempt to slow it down. I would never. If you want the camel to trust you, he has to look at you like a friend, not an enemy. I mean, uh, but I'm I need. To, him. But here's the, I don't. I need the camel to. I need the camel to respect me. Like I'm not going to hurt or kick the camel, but the idea that I'm its friend, like you can't mm. be a friend and Jeez, a father to your camel. You know what I mean? Sometimes I arm wrestle Reggie just to remind him. That, like, like he I'm has charge. to know. Yeah. Maintain a firm grip on the reins, but don't pull too hard. Just pull the normal. It's for camels. For camels, reins the normal pulling amount. amount. They don't give a number. How much torque do I need to use? It's so hard to not err on the side of pulling too hard because there's definitely a not too hard amount that I could hold it. Yeah. That I'm going to find myself. Negative one camel. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, not only that, if we're trying to earn this camel's respect, then I give it a loose, like, boop, and it's like, what was that? What was that? Was nothing. Yeah. I, you got to just be, you just got to be consistent. I feel like I was thinking about if my camel ran away, it would really, there's a level of exoticness. Is that? Yeah. Exoticity? There it is. There's a level of exoticity of an animal where owning that animal becomes your core default. Like if yeah, when you're the to, boa constrictor person or the it, it, parrot person. See, I feel like even a boa constrictor is like right on the line of like, if someone says you should meet my friend, Dan, it would be the first thing. Here's what you got to know about Dan. He owns a camel. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. probably depending on your locale, though, because there would be parts where True. he's like, sure, this is course, Dan. Yes. He doesn't own a camel. And you'd be but like, there's whoa. But there's a commiserate, there's a, there's a commiserate level of, like, there's a, a animal, animal that is as exotic yeah. in camel-fearing nations as it would be here. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? you say camel-fearing or camel-fearing? I heard fearing. I heard fearing also, which is like, what nation is that? That's like, oh, it's a camel, get out! Go, it's a camel! He's coming! Ah! Try to get the camel moving in a circle, all right? You gotta, you gotta stunt that camel. You gotta let the camel have a little bit of fun by stunting it in a cool circle. How long you do just, you think, I don't know how smart camels are, 
But Wicked if, smart. If my camera got away from me, how far do you think it would get before it was like, oh, shit, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go back to Travis or I'm going to die out here. <laughs> now, now, while you're stunting in the sun, uh, doing doing donuts on your camel, <laughs> this next step is pretty important. Try to remain saddled until the camel stops. If you get it to circle, yeah. you must hang on and let it run. And hang on for the fucking ride of your life. Why did yeah. I do this? Oh, no. no, not the ramp. You got to get your center of gravity low and grip it with your legs and just fucking close your eyes. Pray to whatever God you believe in and just, just see what happens next. I we can't don't imagine it's that hard, though, because you just put yourself between the two humps. That's exactly what I was about to say, Travis. It's so funny you say that because I feel like camel is the any sort of dromedary would be the most embarrassing to fall off of yes. because they have a human divot it's all right there grip. part of the grand design yeah perfect perfect, perfect creatures divot. Perfect um size divot. so re- remain saddled until the camel stops unless consider a quick dismount if all else fails bye <laughs> sorry hey your camel just trampled like my family. Yeah, sorry. He was going too fast. Did you pull on it the normal amount? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, just the regular amount. Not too much. You kicked no. it, right? No. Oh, that was a trick. I was just trying to get you with my trick. Damn, that's weird. Camels are usually so calm. I know. That's why I had to jump off. I don't like the vagueness of if all else fails. Mm-hmm. Because one of the steps was stay saddled. Which then makes me think, is that one of the things that would fail at which point someone would be like, hey, I saw you fall off your camel and you go, no, 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 no. Yeah. I jumped off my camel because all else failed. All, everything else failed. Real quick, part two, know what to do once you've regained control, which is assuming a lot. But you've gotten the camel to chill, you're off the camel, and you're not dead. One, get the camel, uh, get off the camel once you have it under control. Once the wild ride is over, have the camel sit. Yeah. Mistake. You get oh, off really? and your camel's like, you fucking bought it. <laughs> and he's out. <laughs> well, Travis, that's why you need to do step two. Keep a safe distance from your camel because, and this is a fun fact, unlike horses, camels can kick in all directions. What? Omnidirectional. Even straight action. up. Fucking awesome. They can kick straight up. They can kick God. Cloud, <laughs> cloud kickers. So cool. Does uh, one of the get steps it- have a calm but like direct discussion with your camel about what the two of you could do better next time? Don't make it all about the camel. Use a lot of I statements. Travis, you're getting way ahead of me. Fuck me. Yeah. Step three is don't run away from the camel because if you turn your back <laughs> to the camel, it may chase after you and kick you what? no matter which which away. No, there's nowhere you can hide. From the camel's mini kicks. Yeah, it's Why would hoods. I run away to the camel once it's calmed down? Like, oh, the camel's calm. It's not wilding out anymore. Bye! Well, you, you know it's trying to fucking trick you and prank you. Mm, right, right, right. Uh, don't make any sharper sudden movements. Great, great, great. And then step five, and this is awesome. Try walking in a slow circle around your camel while talking to it calmly. I wish someone would do that to me sometime. I'm going to oh. ask my therapist next time I'm like, really going going bonkers in there to just like do a do a lap while giving me some sort of like nice affirmations that would be that would be very soothing to me a little 360 degree uh since around experience how about another question yeah all right we have time right yeah, we do i just i feel like this is the most helpful thing sometimes i like to end the episode on the most helpful thing and yeah, knowing okay. that a camel can kick you no matter where you're at 
even if yeah, you're like at home, 360 <laughs> miles away, no, no matter what. Yeah, my camel's gonna find you. I just want to say 360 no scope camel so I can move on with my fucking life. Okay, All right, let's it. go. 360 no scope. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't say I can't even. I said it just then. I realized I already said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. My partner and I have been in the process of buying a house over the past couple of months. Congratulations. That's a stressful process. No kidding. And it hasn't been going too well. Oh, we shit. recently found out, found one that seems perfect for us. It's in our budget. It's nice outside. It's close to both of our jobs. The problem, the name of the road it's on is Browntown. Where Should is I this? buy this place? They, did they say the city? I guess maybe they would you know be. I'm going to fucking drill down on this. Yeah, one. I know. What are you going to uh, search Browntown Road? <laughs> no, it's on Brown. T- the name of the road it's on is Browntown. Should I buy this place? If I do, how can I get over the fact that I live on this street? This is from Rotten Realty. Please discuss this while I do a little Googling to see if I can find Browntown. Uh, but we all want to look for Browntown, Justin. Well, we can't. Some of us have to do a podcast, Travis. So, Chattanooga. Okay, just, just right, no, bud, like right off the top of the the heap here, there's a brown town, Wisconsin, brown town, Virginia, brown town, which is in the Salisbury Township in Ohio. Oh, man. There's like brown towns all over. There's Chattanooga. There's Battleboro, North Carolina. There's Atlanta, Georgia. The, the brown town of Wisconsin has, according to Google Maps, no reviews. So here's one. It's called Brown Town. That's hilarious. Oh, Just boy. Okay. Three stars. Here's. Okay, I can't. There's a brown town road in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Virginia, also in Virginia. There's, so they're all like over. A lot okay. of, I, we're not going to dox this person. There's no. a lot of brown town roads. Here's the problem for me is that there's a part of me that if like one of my friends, like if Justin, if you were like, how do I get to my house? And I was like, well, you just head on down to brown town. That's funny. But then someone goes, yeah, I got a package here. Where do I deliver it? And then I have to say to that person with my human mouth, uh, yeah. I need you to deliver it to brown town. I that that in that circumstance, I'm going to be embarrassed to tell people where I live. But there will be other moments where I'd be super proud. To, and I don't know if it balances out. Yeah, I don't think it does. I. What if you just said Dookie Bird? Every time you say it to someone, I mean, it's not you will get inured to it. You know what I mean? Like you'll get inured to it, but then eventually. Like you're you're what you're gonna get tired of is every time you tell someone you're gonna have to stop your entire life for 15 minutes to unpack. Yes, no, yes, I'm used to it. No, it doesn't bother me. Yes, it's really called Brown Town. No, it's just a regular road. Nothing weird. What if you start regular stuff happens here? What if you started pronouncing it Brown Town? Hmm. What about Brony Town? Brony Town. That's Come another on, good option. Because I don't think Brown Town works the same, but Brown Town. The housing market being what it is, if you find a house that you can afford, that you like, and that you can get an offer in on and win the house in the game that we call houses, um, and if it's on a street called Butthole, like Fart Lane, get it. Get that house. Yeah. yeah. You probably it's, will have an easier time like petitioning the city to change just the name of the street on your block yeah. than you will finding another house. In in this economy? In yeah. this economy? Where do you live? I live on 69 shitmouth cul-de-sac. All right. How I hear that's a great feet? neighborhood. It's a great neighborhood. Great school districts and uh, affordable pri- price per square foot. We're loving it over here. There is an HOA. 
at the shit mouth yeah. cul-de-sac, but um, it's you can't, you know, things are tough. I just bought a new house. Oh yeah, uh, where at? Oh, it's on everyone on this street has explosive diarrhea constantly. Street. Oh, wow, that's yeah, a long name. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to send mail because you got fitted up in that top little corner there. It's huh? pretty hard, so I had to get uh, special like labels printed off. But they're yeah. lovely. They they have birds on them. It's nice. Yeah, cardinals. Oh, that's fine. Hey, let's t- take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back with so much more. You won't even be able to handle it. Whoa. Honey is... Yeah, baby? Honey is a service that helps you find the best coupons on the internet. My brothers are so overwhelmed by Honey's great value proposition that they can't even string together a couple sentences about it. Yep. You know what I mean? You're on the you're on the internet. You're going to buy a hammer. You, the hammer is $100. You go to check out. God, this really hurts. But then Honey's like, don't spend $100 on a hammer. I, have, I scoured the entirety of the internet... I found a coupon code. The things I've it. seen. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, I wish I hadn't looked at the whole internet in retro. Hey, listen, <laughs> honey has been looking at the entire internet and it needs you now just as much as you need it. <laughs> it's, been, it's been finding coupon codes and a lot of other things. And it needs your help right now. It not only it wants to save you a few bucks on your ha- in your very expensive hammer, but really it just could use a friend yeah. and maybe kind of a check. A reality check. It needs a reminder morals. that there's light out there. Yeah, it needs you to just bring it, just tug on the tether and bring Honey in for Give a it the kick. Struggle. Let it wake it's up for a second. Be, and Give Honey the kick. And it's not going to be right. It's seen things <laughs> you would not believe. It has seen sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate and saved you 15% off of it. <laughs> I hope enough people are laughing at this to justify the fact that we won't be paid for it. <laughs> Honey to, your, <laughs> honey to your computer in seconds at joinhoney.com slash brother. That's joinhoney.com slash brother. We have had a lot of fun here, but Honey has actually saved me a considerable it amount of money. It is wild. It's just fucking do it. It's wild that we have to. It's wild that anyone has to advertise Honey. Yeah. You click it and then it saves you money on everything. It's like, it's not a scam, people. It's good stuff. Joinhoney.com slash brother. I'll tell you what's no joke. Food waste. Because oh, in yeah. 2019, 35% of the food supply went unsold or uneaten in the U.S. And that is, that's absolutely atrocious. What a waste. There's people out there that could use that. And we don't need to be throwing that stuff away. You know what I mean? Because with imperfect foods, you can get a grocery delivery that has, like, it's, it's pantry stables, stuff like that, that just, you know, maybe they're a little dinged up, but they're still perfectly good. All you have to do is sign up. Personalize your weekly order and then shop online each week and get sustainable groceries that help you invest in a better food system delivered right to your front door. And unlike on-demand delivery companies, Imperfect delivers by neighborhood. It's a unique model that produces 25 to 75% fewer emissions than individual trips to the grocery store. Pretty great. what's not to like, you know what I mean? So right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our listeners 20% off your first four orders when you go to imperfectfoods.com and make sure to use promo code MYBROTHER, all one word. Again, it's 20% off your first four orders. That's up to an $80 value at imperfectfoods.com using promo code MYBROTHER. 
One more time, try Imperfect Foods now, and for a limited time, get 20% off your first four orders. Just go to imperfectfoods.com and use my brother, all one word, to sign up. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload available on maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcasts dun, 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 dun. oh boy ah. i want to munch what was that that was nasty. i want to dance monkeys i say munch you say squat i work for you i want to munch squat hey y'all man <laughs> what just happened justin <laughs> this one might be i just I don't know, man. No one's this making is, you do this, Justin. This one feels like I. it is making me do it, but it's like the Ouroboros. Like this, first off, public service announcement, the Chacaroni is back Papa John's. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Go get your Chacaroni. It's a it's a gigantic, <laughs> it's a monstrous pepperoni pizza. One dollar of every purchase Shit. is goes to a charity. It makes me um, so mad. It's not macaroni. I forgot it was a pizza. Sorry, go no, on. No, it's a Chacaroni. With cheese. So the chacaroni's back, Bobby Johnson. No, I want to tell you about... It's just really hard. This is just hard. Take your time. Okay. Guys Flavortown Kitchen uh-huh. partners with lifestyle brand Middle Class Fancy to debut the Rand Burger. Huh? Okay. This is... Th- I, I sadly understand this, and it is a okay. fucking wild, wild ride. So we're kind of in like, yes, yes. We're in yes, <laughs> yes, no territory for sure. Yeah, because it's like, I read it, and, I, and I, I read it several times, and my brain couldn't put the chunks together yeah. in much the same way as Guy. I have no idea what this is. Okay. Okay. Can I take a stab? Yeah, take a stab. It's like it's like an Instagram joke account that like makes fun of Guy Fieri sometimes. And but now Guy Fieri's like, no, let's collab. When collab? When now? Am I close? You're basically got it. Middle class fancy is like an Instagram account. You know what I mean? Where it does meme jokes. Yeah. Okay. And memes, um, are like jokes <clears throat> that you need to- remove punchlines and substitute it with images you're familiar with. Yeah. If you need it, if that's a meme, right? So there's all your vocab that you need here. The world's most memeable chef, Guy Fieri, is taking his Flavortown Kitchen, a delivery-only restaurant brand powered by virtual dining concepts, Jesus. to heights. What a what a food stew, or word stew. To new heights by partnering with the most iconic name in suburban meme culture, Middle Class Fancy. The partnership not only brings together two brands synonymous with memes, but also 
offers a new menu item, the Rand Burger, now available for a limited time only. Okay, listen, 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 listen. I, I'm listening. I know that in this day and age, this is like an, a really like trite observation to make, but imagine taking this press release back in time, even just like 30 years, and handing this to a human being and they would read it and be like, "What? This is this is what is this? Did you cut up a bunch of words in a magazine and throw them into the air? And this is how they land? Like none of this makes sense. I get except it. for the fact I that no, I, uh, no. Listen, get you get it because you understand individually yeah. what all these words mean. But without any context whatsoever, you could not put this together like sans context clues. This these words mean nothing on their own." Um, so middle, so middle class fancy is a meme account from Instagram. It does seem to credit people for their memes sometimes. I I can't really give a definitive answer on that, but they do dunk on Guy Fieri and Guy Fieri, I guess, loved the dunking so much that he wanted a collab. Millions of followers view middle class fancy's unique perspective on the absurdities of suburban lifestyle from jokes about air fryers to grilling battles, integrating Guy Fieri's flavor town kitchen into the middle class fancy universe led Fieri to naming a burger after their beloved character, Rand. Like Ayn Rand? So this is yeah, so this is like the first burger that is also an inside joke. You know what I mean? I started Middle Class Fancy as an exaggerated version of the life I grew up around coming from a small town in Cedar Town, Georgia. It's a small town in Cedar Town, Georgia. That must be a pretty fucking small town. <laughs> it's like safety town. It's like safety town. I already had a different meme account where I put who I don't care about someone who is more successful than me because they post memes. I need to. That's a shame. because There's a lot of people you've just described. I know. I ruled out a lot of people, huh? Sorry. I prefer books by authors. Wait. So people After make about, money from posting memes? A huge part of middle class fancy universe involves the restaurant experience as well. I'm beyond excited to work with Guy, and I know my audience will love what we have in store for them. It's, I mean, it's a burger. Here's here's the here's the quote from Guy Fieri, and I know this one isn't funny. I'm really struggling with it. I'm being honest about that, no. and that's worth something. It's vulnerable. Meme or no? Let me do my Guy Fieri voice. Yeah. Oh no. Meme or no meme, Rand is a real dude and a formidable grill master, says Guy Fieri. So in recognition of his true backyard burger badassery, I'm allowing Rand a limited time only trip through Flavortown. Jesus. Order up. That, your guy Fieri, Justin. Yeah. Scares the shit out of me. <laughs> What's wrong with him? We can, we, we have time. We can sort of zero in. On, Do him on again. Just say that again. Me or no me. Yeah, that's Rand's all right. Stop, stop, stop. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a he wants to fight me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are the, are the very least challenge my preconceptions? Do you not do you not get the impression that Guy Fieri wants to fight food a lot? Oh, fight food? Yeah, it, that's yeah. interesting. I don't want to take this ham Sammy out back and kick its balls. Yeah, that's cool. That I get. <laughs> that I get. If he said I want, I named this burger after. I mean, the burger is named after a character on an Instagram meme feed. Yeah. What is happening? Well, it's 2021 and nothing means anything anymore. Well, no, this means something. This means something to me. Does it? Yeah. What's it That's mean fun. to you, Griffin? That's funny. When one funny thing 
does a funny thing with another funny thing. <laughs> it's good shit, man. Well, I mean, you can get it if you want to. You guys know, but you don't even need a restaurant to have a restaurant anymore. Guy Fieri, you get it to, uh, like Flavortown Kitchen, this is not a rest, this is not a building you can go to. You just tell Uber Eats you want it and Guy Fieri ships it to you or something. Something like that. Is there a sure. hook? My favorite burger in Huntington yeah. is the Mr. Beast Burger, which is delivered via a YouTube account called Mr. Beast. And he started a bunch of burger places. Hundreds! Throughout the U.S. Is he, That's the best burger in town. Is he, it's from this YouTube guy. Is he the one who gives people bunches of money and you watch Mr. it? Mr. Beast. And you think like, damn, this little dude's like a little publisher's clearinghouse. Look at this, <laughs> this little, little, dude, this little gentleman. Yeah, he goes place to place. Sometimes he gets hunted by the FBI. And if the FBI catches him, he gives him 10,000 10, smack What? Money, sir. 100 Gs. Wow. Okay. Does the FBI need money? Well, it's not the whole FBI. It's just one guy. So, and I have to imagine he's like a disgraced FBI agent, right? Because well, I can't imagine they let their best people do this. At some point. But maybe. I don't know. All right. That's that's it. I mean, it's like, I, this is why I'm saying, and this is why I'm struggling with it. Like, I... F you don't know if it's normal or not. It's not that I know if it's normal. It's like, I feel like the... We have crossed some sort of... YouTube dividing line. What? YouTube con? That could be it. It's like a it's like a dividing line where no, it's like more of like a we've broken the mimetic seal. So you the thing the fact that it is wild is the point. The cruelty is the point. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? It is wild. Yes, that's right. It is wild, and that's why a lot of these products they're not even like for sale in a wide reaching way. It's just like, yeah, we did a really stupid thing. What do you care about it? And then it pushes you into a well and forces you to tweet about it. Or this something. is the you thing. I mean? we, we have reached a point now where like the pendulum is going to swing back the other way. And pretty soon, like a big news story is going to be like McDonald's saying like, yeah, we're making a new burger and that's it. It's just a new burger and it has ingredients that we thought you would like. The only human part of the fast, the casual dining industry anymore. The only human part is that there's everybody's doing a lot more plants. You can eat a lot this, which seems good, in my stupid opinion. You know, it seems good. Yeah, plants. All right, that was so a, that was a that was a challenging one. It's a challenging one, right? Because I don't know. I don't know. Is that worth reporting? Is that a news story for Munch Squad? I don't know because the it's the point. The that is the point. You know what I mean? I not, it's it not the like it's, exception anymore. It is the rule. That exactly. Yeah, Trav. I mean, yeah. It doesn't require a me to do it. Like, yeah. Guy did his own Munch Squad kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like. I'll take this from you too. I'll yeah. tell you what would be an exciting one squad is if you could find a press release that was like this meme account tried to get Guy Fieri to do a burger with him. And Guy Fieri said, no, I'm not going to do that. That sounds too silly. I wish I could get, I mean, I've been trying, we've been trying to get Guy on the show for years. We got to partner with him. Got to partner with him. Maybe that's it. Maybe if we had a great character, he could do a burger. My about. burger, my burger, and me. We All get right, two well, burgers. Okay, now you are now you are actually cooking with gas. You get two burgers and yourself. Um, that's it. Uh, it sounded like I would get three burgers. Nope, yeah, no, that's part of our. <laughs> no, no, no. That's how we get you. <laughs> our marketing trick. You're the it's me. Just two You're the me. It's my burger, my You're burger, me, and, it, and you have to eat both of them while guy watches. 
I got an idea for a new hot dog. Oh, called, really? Yeah, called Stink Dogs. Get at me, guy. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh, I like that. I like that. Unless you make the con- the connection. I have a new idea for a hot dog called a not dog. Uh, and I'll just go ahead and tell you what it is. It's an empty bun. All right. Do you get it? It's good. You can put whatever you want in there. It's your it's your uh, blue you can, sky. But not a hot dog. No. Speaking of, speaking of which, huh? I want to tell you guys, yesterday I got hot dogs for dinner. Oh, ooh la la. Yeah, yeah thanks, right? And I got hot dogs for dinner, and there was an extra hot dog. I like, you know, we ha- we had the whole nine yards buns, the whole the whole thing. thing. We ended up. I was cleaning up at the end of the night, right? Yeah. And I, I there's a bag of buns, yeah. and I went to go store it. My wife, uh huh, my wife had put the one leftover hot dog we had, yeah. Into the one remaining bun that we had, yeah. and then wrapped it back up in the hot dog bun bag. Huh. Cool, and left it on the counter. I like that. Have you ever heard of anything more treacherous in your entire life? I mean, okay, if you're at an outdoor picnic and you have to protect it from the elements, but I'm imagining you don't got buzz buzz flies in your. Where kitchen. does that fit into the like procedures of? food handling where like now you have this and I didn't know about it. This is really important, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me it's a bun in a bag. There's one bun in the bag left. Time to store this with buns? That is yeah. I think that is the uh the cat cuz if if uh if it was my wife my wife. Thank you. And she put the hot dog in the bun and then loudly announced, "I'm going to wrap this up." That right? Fine. To let me know but you gotta let you gotta let Justin know. You gotta let Justin know. Uh, it's the on the counter that also bothers me because I feel the people <sighs> of this world, uh, on on the whole, have way too they're too blasé about the old danger zone of of yes. food and uh, forty to one forty, folks. It's it's more than four hours. You gotta chuck it. You just broke it through the danger and zone. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes even then, I feel personally is pushing it. <laughs> where if I've been at a party and it's been like two hours, and I'm like, oh, we could just, oh, you know, nobody's picking at this anymore. Oh, if we could just go ahead and put this back in the old refrigerator. Oh, uh, this boy. Is, Travis, you've actually tied in beautifully to our next question. All right. I have a simple query today. What's the appropriate time to delete someone's contact information? I have some people from high school in my phone and old work contacts. How long without being in touch is it good enough to simply purge my phone of their existence? That's from Living on the Lamb. I have roughly 1,500 people. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have an exact number. Okay, it's only 900 contacts in my contacts list. Wow. Because at some point, iCloud was like, hey, you want every single person you've ever received an email from to be added to your contacts, right? And sometimes you click through those contacts, it's like, oh, we didn't think you'd actually click on it. We don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, no, we got nothing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we can't get a hold of this. This person's off the grid as far as we're concerned. Um, Yeah, I have PR or or, uh, uh, HR from AOL. So if I need to reach out to AOL HR to get something taken care of, uh, I can just knock that knock that right out. I, this weird thing happened at some point between Teresa and I, like sharing computers and backups of phones and being on like the same AT and T account. 
somehow our phones have now melded and all of her contacts are mixed with my contacts in my phone and all of my contacts are mixed with her contacts in her phone. And so it's created this thing where I'll be searching for a number and a name will come up and I'm like, who the fuck? I, th- I don't know this Eric person. And Tracy's like, oh, that's a guy I went to high school with. And I'll look at it and think, I should delete that. But then I won't. Because Man, what if I need I, to contact Eric? I, I, I have a, I have a, okay, there's an impulse to leave every contact on there. I get that. At the same time, though, every day you do that is another day you run the risk of accidentally pressing the dial button. We've, we've all done yep. it. Accidentally pressing the dial button. I think you delete it when you, if you were to call that person, would have absolutely no possible there are some people that are so removed from me in terms of be it like actual geographic space or time or life events yes. right yeah. where a call to them would be utterly unfathomable Here's, my phone would instantly become a burner i'd have to put it into a hydraulic press and but this is the, this no is the problem back from to it. go back to like the age we live in right as the issue is that like, and maybe this is a very specific problem, but I don't think so, because more and more people are turning to internet content creation for a job, is that you run mm. the risk of a kid you go, went to high school with, right, who has your same phone number, like, you know, following your Instagram account where you post your art or listening to your podcast or whatever, and texting you like, I love the show, and you've deleted it, and it's just a random number, and you're like, thanks, fan. Oh, that's fan. a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And they're um, like, no, 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 we like, we're best friends for eight years. <laughs> I have Russ Frustick in my contacts oh, list. Oh, you can delete that. Four, four separate times. What do I need? For, why does he have four cell phones? I have What's dad he, in my phone twice and I, yeah. with two numbers, and I have to remember every time, like, which one's my real dad? I have Richard Garriott in my phone for some. I can text Richard Garriott right now and be like, let me get all up in heaven, dude. Take me to space. Take me to your wonderful castle, Rich. I'm trying to think of like what's a weird what's one I could get rid of. Let's see, is that because? Well, it's just sometimes I have numbers saved to my phone for like businesses yeah. that I don't go to. Like I don't know where it's just like well I checked this enough times that like it's just I'm just gonna save it, and then it's like well how often am I calling you know the Huntington Museum of Art? <laughs> you know I could probably get rid of that one. We can do another question. Okay. Uh ooh ooh. This is a good one. This this was a good one. The local university has obtained a rare corpse flower, and I want to. This sounds like the beginning of a murder mystery. Go on, and I want to go see it because it's a once in lifetime opportunity. But my girlfriend doesn't want to go with me because it will smell bad, like a corpse. Mm -hmm. How do I convince her to come experience this nasty blooming flower with me? That's from Noxious in Knoxville. Oh, is that? It's weird to think that there are people in this world that when you're like, smell how bad this smells, that they're not like, okay, right? Like, yeah, that that's me. I was like, oh my God, it smells terrible. Does it? <laughs> like, it's, that's, like, I've been at funeral homes where they had smelling salts and it's all I wanted. Oh, I've hit the smelling salts once. Oh, it's not, yeah, baby. It does not feel good. It's no. bad. No, but you got it. But you got to do it. You got like, to gotta know it. what the stink, you got to know what that stink is like. I don't like the smell of flowers, so Wait, this wouldn't really stress what? me out that much. The smell of flowers grosses me out. Why? Because it makes me because the because I have at some point some part of my brain connected funerals and flowers, and that's where I'm at now. Wow! And I can't get out of it 
That's where I'm at. That's what my brain, if I have fresh, people give me flowers, I want to cry. I hate, I, I can't stand the smell of flowers. Really? Don't like them. I don't like them. I'll try this corpse flower, I guess, but maybe I could just rule the whole category out. Now, but this, but just corpse flower, maybe that would be what purges your system. Maybe. I don't think I, I don't think so. Um, you know, if some if somebody doesn't want to go do something stinky, I think you gotta respect it. You know, you're <sighs> that's a very legitimate. We've gotten to where we're at as a species by respecting the desire to not smell stinky things. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, that's Earth trying to tell you it's poison. I would also say that uh, there is a good distance along the way of this journey that your girlfriend could accompany you right up to, but not including smelling the bad, bad, stinky flower that would yes. make it a day together. A right? fun day. Yeah, you don't need to share this experience if they don't. If if someone said, hey, Travis, there's a flower down at local university that smells like stinky old garbage juice that's been left out in the sun, come with it with me. I'd be like, uh, no, no, no. And they'd be like, oh, I thought we were friends. Let me augment that, though, just a little bit. Travis, there's an incredibly rare flower that smells like stinky garbage juice that you will never get the chance again to smell down at the university come down oh, well, that's you know i do that i know that's because, what i'm like, saying like i want to eat durian fruit and like that's the one thing that like that dude from bizarre foods is like this is fucking gross <laughs> i hate yeah. this shit and i'm like oh, i want to eat that nasty ass fruit yeah if andrew zimmern hates it i'll fucking chomp it I'll, i want to be braver than him i want to know that i'm the braver man a ship in harbor is safe go smell the fucking flower it's awesome this person already wants to smell the flower. They need to convince someone else to smell the flower. Okay, go smell the flower and be like, it kicked ass. You got nah, to come. You, it I'm going to have to disagree with this one. All right. Because here's the thing. Whoa. If they, it, there is a chance now that that person goes up and smell it and, and after like question asker has like goaded them on and cajoled them to do it and then they smell it like, yeah, it was fucking awful and I hate that that happened. Right, and now it's that thing. And then the next time you're like, "Hey, go do this thing with me. I'm going to uh, this weird Renaissance festival." And they're like, "I don't know that I want to go to that." You've lost all bargaining well, power. Uh, no, because if you say, "Come smell this stinky ass rotten corpse flower with me," and then you go, and they're like, "That smelled so bad," and you can say, "Like, yeah, I did say that." It's not like you're going saying, "Like, hey, we're going to go to the Renaissance fair and get overcharged for dry turkey." And um and we're gonna feel not confident in our costumes, and they'll be like, "Well, that's a, you are also not selling this very well." I go don't smell, know. Go smell the flower, man. Ship and harbor. I don't think you should Ship make people harbor. smell things they don't want to smell. Okay. Ship and harbor. Well, but you could also I, trade off and say, like, you smell this flower, and then I'll smell something you want me to smell. It would be kind of fun to be at a place where you could just loudly say "pee" you a lot. That is true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pee. P yeah, and then people would be like, "That's exactly the reaction we're going for." Thank you so much. While you're waiting in line to smell it, just be like, "P you," and people are like, "You can already." We're outside the building, and you're like, "Yeah, it smells." You guys can't smell that. Ooh, stinky. P you. This is. I actually. I have a similar feel. If somebody was like, "Hey, let's go to that butterfly garden exhibition," I'd be like, "No, thank you. That's no, no." I will oh, not. that's the worst. Oh God, those things. Oh boy, just like a bunch of killable stuff. Yes. 
Also, I have a three-year-old, yes. so that's a that's just a. Morgue. I'm a big that's old just Shrek, just morgue. trekking around, and the idea yeah. that yeah, I'm, just I'm gonna sit Shrek, on it, Shrek I'm gonna step on it. it, I'm gonna inhale it, I'm going to I don't know, move my hand too quickly and backhand a butterfly across the room while my four-year-old looks on. No, yeah. thank you. I'm just gonna cause like a billion, billion like tsunamis on the other side of the planet. You know. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen the Ashton Kutcher movie, Butterfly Effect, Absolutely. where he goes to that butterfly conservatory and he accidentally eats three butterflies and <laughs> a volcano erupts. And he turns into Butterfly Man. We've all yeah. seen the movie. That it's part's funny. That part's cool. I like yeah. when he's Butterfly Man. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can buy stuff at com if you want to. Um, we'll have, a, we don't have an exact date or anything set up yet, but we're going to do more uh, live shows, like virtually speaking. Um, if, so if you would come to those uh, events, they've all been really fun. Ask anybody who's come to them. It's not just really us saying it. They're great. No. Uh, yeah. they're great. In case you missed that along those same lines, uh, Teresa and I had to cancel the Dragon Con appearance. Uh, there's a lot of factors at play, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Scared of big dragons. I don't know if anybody was planning on going just because we were going to be there, but I wanted to make sure you all knew we would not be attending this year. Um, and hey, the full song and music video for My Life is Better With You from Montaigne is out. Uh, you can find it on the McElroy Family YouTube channel. It's a, it's a freaking delight. Uh, and we're so, so happy uh, to to have worked with Montaigne on that. I say that. Montaigne did like 99% of the work. We just made silly faces. I saw somebody describe it as like, uh, the, the whole video just exudes dad energy, including Montaigne. And yeah, that made four me dads having I think absolute truth. <laughs> Uh, uh, go watch it. Yeah, uh, I got a final Yahoo here. This one was sent in by uh Lamper, who uh, sent it in. Thank you, Lamper. It's from Yahoo Answers user um Mo Raka. Wow. Who, uh, yeah. Wow. Big game. Yeah, Mo Raka asks. Uh, Mo Raka asks. Mo, I, sorry, I'm Googling. I forgot who Morocco was. Um, oh, okay. Can I do a CBS Sunday morning on Arby's? <laughs> <laughs> Joke everyone a little Yep. <laughs> my name is Justin I'm McElroy. Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.